Ground lost in the war on women, but the fight continues. In the past week, there have been setbacks for the pursuit of equality as the mainstream media continues to lash out against women's rights, writes Dr. Jennifer Wilson. Content warning. This article discusses rape. Former Sex Discrimination Commissioner Kate Jenkins said on ABC Radio recently that women lost a lot of ground last week after several days of unrelenting attacks on Brittany Higgins and Labour politicians who supported her by the Liberals and their media arms. Further to Ms Jenkins' recent report into the conditions women endure in Parliament House, many of her recommendations are being introduced into that workplace. However, there's little chance of useful reform when politicians create a climate in which it is extremely difficult for women to take advantage of the new processes. After witnessing the public savagery inflicted on Higgins by powerful actors in politics, media and the legal system for several years now, it will be a brave woman indeed who risks reporting sexual harassment and or assault in that place. This, of course, has a flow-on effect to all of us outside, particularly as the role of Australian Federal Police, or the AFP, in this saga implodes under scrutiny. The Liberal goal appears to be the framing of Ms Higgins' alleged rape and subsequent events as a conspiracy by her and her supporters with the then Labor opposition to ensure the Morrison government lost the 2022 federal election. Political editor of the Australian Financial Review, Philip Khoury, went so far as to claim that the conspirators succeeded in this ambition, bewailing the handful of teal independents who are in Parliament due in large part to the political weaponization of the rape allegations in the first place. The woman who brings down good men trope is a foundational myth in human development. That Mr. Curry chooses to employ it as an explanation for the catastrophic failures of the Morrison government is both wearily boring and discouraging. The myth attributes dark powers to women and, in so doing, validates our mistreatment as dangerously evil entities who will destroy men and civilization with our uncontainable sexuality and labyrinthine plots. The tactic spectacularly backfired in a manner that can only be described as chef's kiss karmic, when the Liberals ended the week with their own senator, David Van, being exposed as an alleged sexual harasser by Senator Linda Thorpe and former Senator Amanda Stoker. While the slavish adherence to the myth is sadly to be expected from some of our more hidebound male journalists, such as Paul Kelly and Dennis Shanahan of The Australian, the rage-fueled article by Guy Rundle, published by Crikey, came out of left field, so to speak. Rundle's article has since been removed after readers expressed their abhorrence, or possibly due to the receipt of a concerns notice given the nature of Crikey's statement, which included an apology to Ms Higgins. The underlining cri de coeur that erupts from the contorted psyches of these emotionally runted men is that women are not behaving in ways they think women ought to behave. According to Rundle, Higgins acted with agency when she shouldn't and did not act with agency when she should. According to opposition leader Peter Dutton, Thorpe did not act as she should on any number of occasions, an observation he made in the same moment as he threw Van out of the party room, thus acknowledging Van's wrongdoing while blaming Senator Thorpe. According to Curry, Higgins should never have gone public with her allegations because he believes women should only go to the police when they're raped. And look what she caused by going public, the downfall of the Morrison government. Women refusing to do things in the ways some men think we should is, of course, outrageous and deeply unforgivable. Nobody should be surprised when affronted men react with rage and the urgent desire to punish. 
Higgins' defiance and her ordinary determination to use her personal tragedy to bring about change is a powerful trigger for those who seek to control. Worse, Miss Higgins' situation mobilised hundreds of thousands of other women, which in turn has led to reforms in that most staunchly blokey environment at the heart of our political system, the only workplace in the country where men could get away with all manner of sexist abuses, Parliament House. Kate Jenkins is right when she notes that the events of this last week have been a significant setback for women. There is, make no mistake, a war on women in this country. It is fueled by male rage and a determination to make us pay for any gains we might make. In the words of former PM Scott Morrison, women should rise, but not at the expense of others. The events of last week chillingly demonstrate that this is a view widely shared. We did indeed lose a lot of ground in last week's battle, but we haven't lost the war.